0: Shoot Your Shot Sports presents If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hello, happy October 5th. It's Dev and Wes with If It Has a Score. Uh, We're here today with some news to start us off. So, Devin, why don't you start us
1: with some sports news this week? Sure. Yeah, so we have another ongoing story. It's an investigation. Seems like there's lots of investigations going on in a couple different leagues right now. One's being really shady. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this more so, not from a player standpoint or even coaching managers, but even behind the scenes. And I would say that this is not the kind of people you'd want to be under investigation, but this is the case. So, <clears throat> the NFL and NFLPA, so the Players Association, is performing a joint investigation into how a certain team handled a certain player's potential concussion. Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagliavoa appeared as though he had suffered from a concussion in their Week 2 game versus the Bills. Despite him stumbling and falling to the ground after trying to get up after a hit, he was clear to return to the game. Their game against the Bengals was only five days later. He showed concussion symptoms during this game and eventually suffered another concussion on a big hit. Unfortunately, this time, he left the field on a stretcher and was admitted to a local hospital. Fortunately, though, he was released from the hospital and traveled home with the team. So, a bright spot and a yeah, very... bright you know. way to end it. Uh, Yeah, but... In terms of the investigation, so far, an unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant involved in clearing Miami Dolphins quarterback during the game Sunday against the Bills has been fired. Multiple sources said that the firing came after it was found that he made several mistakes in the evaluation, clearing him to return to the game, obviously being a major one. Yeah. Also, the NFLPA and NFL are expected to agree on new protocols in which anytime any player demonstrates any instability, he is not allowed to return to the game. This rule could go in effect as early as week 5. So, he certainly wouldn't have been able to return to this game if this rule would have been in effect, because like I stated, he stumbled to the ground after trying to get back up. It was... Yeah, he like couldn't even move. It was something you would see in a UFC fight pretty much. Yeah, where they get a blow to the head and are stumbling and everything is just fuzzy for them. You know, vision is off, balance is off. A lot of things are affected at that time. So, something that needs to be taken seriously. The players want to play, so the saying is that you need to hold them back from themselves they realized that this was a big game this is a division rival however many wins they have however many wins the dolphins have at the end of the season could determine things for playoffs but hindsight you need to look for you need you need to look out for your health long term and you need to look out for your career and right like as
0: much as you might want to be playing Mm -hmm. I think there's also some of your own insight that needs to go into that. If you know you're not 100%, your first thought shouldn't be like, I need to get back in and play. It should be like, how can I make sure that I can still play in the long run? And something like this is something that
1: could kill your career if it goes wrong. Absolutely, yeah. Having two concussions back-to-back, very big deal, uh, very serious for long-term career like we were stating uh just just a very severe brain injury so not good look for Miami Dolphins any of the members on that staff and also the NFL at the moment yeah so i guess we'll just have to keep checking in and see what else where else that goes yeah uh it's good that they're kind of moving it along fast like i said there's already a rule that could go into effect that's as soon as next week so the sooner the better you hate to see something like this happen and you want to nip it in the bud and stop it in its track as soon as possible. Right. We've never seen anything like this, but it's good that they're on top of it.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That they're on top of it. And then hopefully something like this
1: never happens again. Absolutely not. Yeah. Unfortunate for Tua. Um, So of course, hoping for the best for him, prayers for him um, and the best in his recovery. And then, next, nothing investigation-wise or anything too major. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, as I stated on last week's episode, the NHL preseason has started. So, the regular season will be starting October 11th. The opening day will feature a doubleheader. First, we will have the New York Rangers versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. Second, we will have the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Los Angeles Kings.
0: All right. So
1: hockey is getting underway. We'll probably be hearing about it in the news. And two truths and a lie, similar to how we did last week. So seeing all those fights that break out at the (laughs) hockey games. Oh yeah, this is by far busiest time. It'll be playoff baseball starting. It will be NHL and NBA starting. Obviously, we're in the midst of football. Busy time of the year, fall for sports. Yeah, your job just got harder. Yes, it it really did. (laughs) Um, so yeah, with that being said, I'm gonna pass it off to you.
0: Oh, yeah, I've got some movie news finally this week. I've got <laughs> some um some pretty big ones, uh, a couple like more specific to my interests, others that are like big for the industry. Um, but my first one is we just got announcement last week uh, that the community movie is happening. So, community is a TV show uh, that came out. Like early two thousand tens around okay. around there, um, and it was it was you know not super popular when it first came out, but it's only gained popularity since then. So it's like become sort of a cult classic. Gotcha. Well, recently it it popped up on uh, streaming services. So Hulu had it for a bit, and then it popped onto Netflix, and that's where its popularity like went even higher because. That's, it's Netflix, right? More people. So more people have been watching it. Mm-hmm. It, it broke some, some view counts and everything. Um, and so there's been talks because since the series came out, um, they've always had this running joke that was like six seasons and a movie. Okay. And they have six seasons before <laughs> it was off air for however many years it's been now. Uh, well, we just got the announcement that the movie is coming. The script is written, and it has been accepted by Peacock, which will be streaming it. Yeah. Um, and most of the the major cast has uh, confirmed that they're returning. So you have uh, Joel McHale is returning, Alison Al- Brie, um, so on and so forth, Danny Pudi. So uh, basically the characters that will still be in the movie that were from the show, uh, all fan favorites, uh, Jeff Winger, Dean Craig Pelton britta perry um annie and uh abed so they're they're all going to be there and hopefully we'll get a couple of the other characters that have kind of not been in the last couple seasons here so a lot of people are waiting to hear if yvette nicole brown is going to return as shirley and if uh donald glover is going to return as troy we have not quite gotten news about that
1: yet he's probably a little busy right now yeah oh yeah he's he's
0: too busy with the film that we wrote last week but you know hopefully hopefully his schedule clears up because we'd love to see him in the movie he left the series early um around season five so a lot of people are not sure whether he will come come back same thing with shirley she left around that time too um people don't think pierce is coming back because he i mean spoiler he was killed off in the series oh, when he quit the show well then more um, than likely not <laughs> so we don't know i mean he's faked his death in the show before oh <laughs> like really canon yeah um so we don't know there's a lot of characters that a lot of people are still waiting and since we're in the initial news cycle of it i think we'll start to learn more information as it goes on my hope is we at least see some cameos from those characters because they are fan favorites there there are lovable characters so yeah um uh, but yeah, I wish them the best of luck. I cannot wait to see that one. I've been waiting for that one for years. As promised, right? Yeah. You said they would do it, and they're Six doing it. Six seasons and a movie. <laughs> so, that yeah, it's all over Twitter and everything. Great. Uh, another movie thing, um, recent movie that came out called Bros. Uh, it's like a bromance uh, LGBT movie. It's like uh, these two uh, gay guys who can't really commit to an actual relationship uh, decide to try a relationship. So, it's a comedy, it's a romance, all that. It came out just recently here. And um, it is actually surprising. Like, you look at the numbers. It's only the fourth big studio-backed queer film. So, like, LGBTQIA+, um, that deals with that sort of content uh, in a a romantic way. And it's only the second with uh, the principal cast actually identifying with that community uh the first was earlier this year with fire island on hulu um so so it's interesting to see that like this far in the game like you'd you'd think there'd be more at this point but there's not uh so it's kind of breaking waves in that aspect you know billy eichner is doing a lot of interviews um talking about how positive the movie is in that regard uh critic reviews have been okay Mm-hmm. viewer reviews have been okay. It's not like the, the best rated film, but it's not <laughs> the worst either. So I could be I wrong. I think it's still pretty decent looking at the, the big scope of things with ratings and everything.
1: Yeah, I could be wrong, but my assumption would be with comedies, especially romantic comedies, it's probably split. There's probably not everybody clamoring saying it's the best, it's the funniest. Right. There's probably, again, experts saying... Some love it, some hate it. Same thing. Fans saying some love it, some hate it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm surprised by the amount of movies by large studios. I I would think there's more, but I guess now I'm just thinking of it's probably side characters that I've seen in some movies. Yeah. Uh, I did see one where it was main characters. It was a Christmas rom com. I uh, can't remember oh, the name of it.
0: I I know what you're talking about. I hated that movie, but I know oh, what you're talking about. I liked about. <laughs> it. Yeah,
1: my girlfriend and I watched it. We thought it was good. Eh. <laughs> I guess I don't watch that many, so my bar is really low.
0: Uh, Love Simon was one of the first ones. Okay, and uh, that one did really well and was a really well-written film um, that that dealt with like people like like queer relationships, basically. Um, I don't quite know if the, the principal cast actually identified that way, but I know that it was one of the first big studio-backed films to do that. Um, and so since then, we've we've gotten quite a few more, and it, it's starting to become a more mainstream thing, which is good uh, for diversity in the community.
1: So that's yeah, great. Absolutely. Um,
0: it It's not doing super great in the box office, though, so our hope is it, it, it released with another film that's... Uh, pretty popular. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But it released around the same time and so it's, it's really competing with that one right now. But as soon mm-hmm. as that starts to die down, I think it'll, it'll start to stagnate. Like it'll, it'll more like plateau. Not exactly like shoot up, mm-hmm. but I think it'll, it'll, it'll stay at a, a decent rate because it's got a pretty uh, good cast. Uh, a lot of people know who's in the movie yeah. and like Billy Eichner, everyone loves him. So yeah. I, I, think, I think it'll do pretty well in the long run.
1: My assumption would be that a lot of people are going to see scary movies and horror movies right now, thrillers, if those are in theaters. So maybe, like you said, when some of that starts to die down, people have gotten that out of the way, maybe they'll go and see a rom com. Yeah, so. the rom
0: com's not exactly the <laughs> best film for Halloween time. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it'll pick up, at, or at least like when it goes onto a streaming service, I think it'll get more views that way as well.
1: Yeah, one of those year round things. I don't know. It's still the fall, still the time to put on a sweatshirt and go to the movie theater and right. watch something. So, yeah, sounds like a good time. Laugh yeah. and enjoy yourself. Yep.
0: I'll be seeing it later today, I think. So, I'll let you know how it goes. Keep us updated. <laughs> <laughs> the next movie, uh, or not movie, but next TV industry news um Trevor Noah, host of The Daily Show, okay. has actually announced that he will be departing at some point in the near future. We haven't gotten like a specific timeline yet, hmm. uh, but he's hosted the show for seven years, um, and uh, yeah, he's just saying that he he wants to move on to some other things. He wants to explore, learn more languages, so on and so forth. So, okay. like, it's not necessarily like a bad blood kind of thing. It's just uh, he no. he wants to go try some new things. It's kind of like tying him down. He feels so. Uh, so yeah, after seven years, he's he's moving on. So I don't know. Who's gonna host it next? But uh, we'll see it. The Daily Show has been a pretty big uh, show in political commentary. So,
1: yeah, I, I'm actually surprised he's been doing it for seven years. It feels like it's been not as long. Right. But then at the same time, you could look at it like it feels like it's been longer. Right. It, well, it's, it's one still, of those things it it that gets away from you. It definitely
0: feels like short to me. <laughs> like I feel like he only just started because when we grew up, it was John Stewart. Yeah, and John Stewart like all the time, like in our government class in high school and everything, we'd see clips of that. Uh huh. Um, so, and and John Stewart still goes out and does things. Like, yes, he's, he's still a prominent figure. He just doesn't host the Daily Show anymore. Uh, so when Trevor Noah picked it up, and apparently that was seven years ago, it really right. only feels like it's it's been a short amount of time. But, um, I was surprised to see it was longer than that.
1: And then, how long was? John Stewart doing it a
0: long. Gosh, long I don't know. It was so. it was much longer. He, <laughs> yes. I think he was the one that started it. So I
1: think so. Yeah.
0: Whenever it started
1: up until Trevor Noah took it over <laughs> seven years ago. Wow. Well, good for him. We've talked about actors pursuing other interests and kind of just we talked about sports players doing it too. Yeah, getting on with their life in a sense. They certainly now have time resources to be able to let all that stuff take a back burner. At the moment, I'm sure they'll get back into some things, but I mean, they get burnt out too. I mean, right. imagine having to be creative every single day for consecutive years or to I host mean, a show <laughs> like
0: that where you get so much like audience interaction, both positive and negative. Absolutely. Uh, it can be exhausting. So, I guess I could see I could see where it might be coming from, for sure.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah. Good good for him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, well that's it for my news, uh which brings us to our segment for this week which we are very excited to get back to our fantasy fantasy sports draft.
1: Devin, which sport are we playing? We're circling back and we're doing fantasy football again. We are in the midst of NFL football, fantasy football, college football too, but that's what we're doing. We'll mix it up soon, I promise. Uh, like I said, we have NBA and NHL underway, but I'm just personally in the midst of my season and just super excited. Well, I also think that some of the characters for Spooky Season uh, would be particularly funny yeah, in I think, this I think sport that of football. They,
0: yeah, they might be better at football than like basketball or something. I <laughs> I can't think of how they they might play in those games, but... Football, I could think of some ways that they could bring in their strengths. So uh, we've each come up with our characters. We don't really have to go into too much explanation since we did a football draft in our first month back in August. So uh, we're not going to go too deep into how to do the draft. We're more so going to discuss our choices, where we put them, and why
1: we put them there. So, yeah, again, folks, if you want the long description of fantasy football and drafts, We go over that in... Episode 2? Yes, Episode 1.2. So be sure to go back on that if you'd like a reminder. Otherwise, we're just going to briefly touch on everything. Alrighty, so who's... I went first last time. Do you want to, uh-huh. like, reverse
0: the, the snake draft
1: this time? Sure, we can reverse it.
0: So you make Certainly. a choice, then I make two, and then you make two, and so on and so forth? Yep.
1: Okay. Yep. Starting with me just going once and picking a quarterback. All right. Again, somebody that can pass and rush for yards and touchdowns to score. So we've also touched that this person leads the offense. They're the commander. They under they are under the helm of the offense, so, somebody I see someone in a leadership role, I would say is Fred from Scooby Doo as the owner <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one
1: uh, <laughs> Fred okay, Fred is the owner and driver of the mystery machine, so that's the main point that's, <laughs> that's
0: why he'd be good at quarterback is because he owns the van that they all sleep
1: and drive in, yeah. I would say that's a big leadership quality. He okay. runs the mystery machine. I can see him running an offense. All right. Okay. <laughs> and he is kind of like the leader of the group. I would say. It's like,
0: all right, gang, let's split up. And yeah. Then I'm gonna go with Daphne over here, but
1: everyone else can go do whatever they want. <laughs> exactly. He's like, you two go out wide. You, you know, you're you're behind me. Take a handoff. So yeah, I, I could see him commanding an offense in similar ways that he. Kind of commands the group to yeah, solve mysteries. Good. Okay,
0: okay. I see it. And by the way, audience, uh, just to remind you of the theme, we are doing spooky season because it is October. So a lot of these characters are going kind to of come from more, not exactly like, oh my gosh, it's terrifying media, but um, like more creepy, thriller, horror can come from anything like that. So with with Fred coming from Scooby-Doo, uh, Scooby-Doo usually deals with monsters and crime and mystery. So I I think that that would be a good choice. I think that fits with the theme very well. Cool. Uh, so now it's my turn to choose two.
1: You're doing your quarterback and your first running back. Okay.
0: Gotcha. All right. So my quarterback is also a leader of his crew. Um, both the actor and the, uh, the character in the movie, I'm going to go with count Dracula, but the one from hotel Transylvania. Okay. So Adam Sandler, of course, and Adam Sandler runs his crew and his crew plays the rest of the monsters in uh, Hotel Transylvania, which honestly is a really good movie. I think it's a great kids film and it's a great like monster movie, just like lighthearted and everything. So uh, Count Dracula himself, he's leader. He leads the hotel. He runs the hotel. Well, he runs the staff. He runs his uh, buddies and stuff. he, He deals with customer complaints. And all that, and he's also a father, so like he has to know how to be a leader, <laughs> uh, which is why he he would be in that position. He himself has a little bit of supernatural ability with like turning into a bat or some sort of supernatural speed or sense and everything. So I feel like he'd be able to play the field pretty well with that because he can um, just kind of sneak between people. He, he's pretty yeah. swift, um, so he could run it. He can uh, throw it. Mhm. For sure
1: and he can command the field. Yeah. Um if your offensive line is struggling to protect you, you need to buy yourself a little bit more time. You need to be elusive in order to get out of the pocket and potentially either run it or do a pass down the field with right. a greater vision now that you've gotten out of the pocket and have some more time. So yeah, has the physical traits and also leadership qualities. For sure. That's so. good. There you go. That's that's my leader, Count Dracula. And then moving
0: on, my first running back. This one's an interesting choice. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go with Beetlejuice from the movie Beetlejuice. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it a third time. Uh, but <laughs> he has this ability to, like, of course, supernatural again. He has a little bit of, like, this demon super ability to where he can transform or he can move pretty fast. He's also a sneaky guy. So I feel like he'd be able to run the ball pretty well, whether he's scaring the other players from coming near him or he's able to sneak through with his uh, supernatural abilities. I think that he'd make a good running back.
1: Yeah, I could see that. (coughs) Sorry. Yeah, I I could see that. Again, both physical abilities and then also, I guess, mental abilities. As a running back, you need to be able to... Have great vision. See, see what's in front of you uh, based on your offensive line blocking for you. So, yeah, there's definitely a good combination of skills from Beetlejuice. I'm only going to say it the one time. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, I don't think
0: it counts if, three diff- if two different people say it. I don't know. I but hope not. Anyway. I almost um, wanted to, like, whisper it or not finish <laughs> saying it. <laughs> I, I feel like he also has a little bit of strength. Uh, yeah. While, while he's a gross and creepy guy um, – <clears throat> I mean,
1: it fits right in in the NFL, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some might say, yeah. I also think that helps with... It's usually your more physical players, also fast and running downhill. But especially in the colder temperatures, sometimes the defensive player is like, I don't want to tackle this player. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's, I don't they, even want to touch him. He's nasty. Because yeah. of their physical presence, they're like, I don't want to tackle them. Um, and then, yeah, he would definitely... Constituted someone is, I want to stay away. I'll let the next guy tackle. Yeah, let someone else do it. Uh (laughs) So, my first running back is in a similar reason as to why I think defensive players would want to avoid tackling this player. I'm going to go with Pinhead from Hellraiser. Oh, goodness. I think that they would be intimidated by the sharpness coming out. Again, you don't really tackle players. With, you know, around their head, they're wearing helmets and stuff. If you yank them down around their neck area or their face mask, that is a penalty. But still, if he lands on you the wrong way, that could go sideways (laughs) for you as a defender. So, I think he would have a lot of yards and potentially breaks them off for touchdowns that game. Because people are fearful to tackle him. Right. They're afraid they're going to get hurt. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see that. I wouldn't want to go near him either, honestly. (laughs) Most of the people on these lists, I that's I don't even true want to associate with
1: <laughs> yeah that's true but i mean i guess it helps since they're playing against each other right i mean we're not drafting a defense there are some people that draft idps we're not going to get into all of that right. technical stuff but yeah i guess if they're playing against each other maybe someone will, will go out there and get it taken care of but you and i yeah we're we're staying we're steering clear maybe some NFL players would think the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I have Jason from Friday the 13th. Okay. I see him. So you're going more classic route here, I see. little bit, and I hope this is all right. I haven't seen all of these, but I've seen the characters. Well, yeah, they're big pop culture icons around <clears> this time, so
0: I think it's okay for us to draft them.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen so many pictures, so many depictions of them you know, people draw them, paint them, and there's so many different movies with these characters in it, Um, but yeah, him wearing the mask, I think, is just an intimidation factor. Again, running backs can oftentimes be strong, physical, almost like bullies if they're breaking tackles, doing stiff arms, so I see him being intimidating you, you see the offense lined up and as a defender you're like well this guy is just gonna he's gonna come and he's yeah. gonna roll me over <laughs> so uh, intimidation factor i would say there for the mask for sure okay okay so you got a pretty strong team so
0: far uh now so. it's my turn my yep. last running back and my first wide receiver okay yep. So my second running back is going to be uh, The Grim Reaper from The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, that show itself, of course, was like a year-round kind of show. But again, like with Scooby-Doo, it does deal with more like uh, supernatural, more like demonic sort of characters. So mm-hmm. the Grim Grim Reaper himself, of course, all-powerful. He he's, reaps the souls of people who are ready to pass over into the Underworld. Uh, and so while this Grim may sometimes be seen as clumsy or more comedic relief, for the most part, when he's in his zone as the Grim Reaper, he's very elusive. And he's, he's very uh, quick as well with his scythe. He could ride on the scythe. He can uh, yeah. sneak between characters. He's basically like a shadow at times with his abilities. So... I feel like as a running back, he'd be able to grab that ball and just shoot down the line all the way down to the the end zone.
1: Yeah, so one thing I'd like to relate it to is similar but different. Um, Anytime the Grim Reaper, or death as they say, is in Family Guy, same thing, it's kind of, he's goofy, has a personality, but when he needs to get the job done, he does. Same thing with Grim, but... All these players have personalities. They're people at the end of the day, so they could be one of the goofiest guys you know, but when they're on the field, they're a totally different person. Absolutely, They're in their zone. And uh, verbiage, a kind of phrase that people use when a team totally tears somebody up. Well, there's one. Tear up, gash, slash the defense. They use all these kind of phrases to mix it up, saying... That they just ran all over the place on uh, this right. uh, opposing defense. So with his I, scythe, he's I, slashing. Yes, through. he's slashing through the defense. He is. Yeah, he's he's gashing and d- doing everything with his scythe right. <laughs> and running all over the field. So yeah, I think he would get a lot of yards and kind of have his way with mm-hmm. an opposing defense. Yeah, pick.
0: yeah, yeah. That's right. It is a good pick. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on to my first wide receiver. Uh, this one's a deep cut. So Okay. Um, I think not everyone would think of this movie at first when they're thinking Halloween, unless you're like me or one of my friends. Um, but when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that exists. Uh, I'm thinking Scary Godmother from Scary Godmother. It was this um, 3D animated TV special uh, for kids. Um called scary godmother and it's about these kids and uh this little kid gets locked into uh this haunted house by some bullies and then gets brought into this other not i guess dimension maybe uh where like that's where all like the halloweeny kind of creatures are and they're throwing a party and they actually instead of her being scared of monsters she becomes friends with the monsters and they're all these great people and all that um and then they show the bullies who's boss and all that. Uh, so Scary Godmother is the leader of these people. And she's like the owner of the ho- co-owner of the house. Um, and she herself, again, elusive, very mm-hmm. uh, quick ability and is very similar to the Grim Reaper in that like, she's able to, like, bend into different shapes and just, like, poof other places. So that poofing, that ability to just appear here and appear over here yeah. would make a good skill for a wide receiver because she appears here, takes the ball, all of a sudden is way down here with the ball. So I think as, like, a wide receiver, uh, she'd be able to pop up wherever that ball's going, even if the thrower throws it in the wrong spot or is a little off, I think she'd be able to find it.
1: Yeah, that's important for a wide receiver. Definitely if they have a young and developing quarterback to be able to dive for a ball, be able to jump up for a ball, and then everything you're stating about them being elusive is so important when running a route because you're lining up on the line of scrimmage sometimes a yard off the line of scrimmage and you have more often than not, either a cornerback in front of you or a linebacker in front of you, unless it's zone defense and you got someone um, going over to that area. But you're lining up across from someone. It's pretty much one-on-one. They're trying to guard you, and you're trying to get around them and get open. So being elusive is especially important in trying to get separation, get open, so your quarterback can see that and get you the ball in Mm. order for you to make a play.
0: Yep, yep. So those are my picks. Um, we'll get to the rest of mine after yours. Yep. Uh, so it's your turn to do your wide receivers. Yep. So better not take mine. We're getting pretty close here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So, two. Th- there's wide receivers that line up outside, and there's wide receivers that line up in the slot. So your wide receivers in the slot can be not as quick, not as large in size. And then your guys on the outside are taller. Like I said, they're matched up with cornerbacks. They're faster. They just got to beat people one-on-one more often. Where the slot guys, sometimes they got to beat linebackers or other positions. So, right. um I don't know. I'm seeing Freddy Krueger as my first wide receiver. He's more of a slot wide receiver. Okay. More of a possession kind on the inside. And possession literally, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I I yeah. think, yeah, I think he would really... Like, claw down on that thing. <laughs> yeah, he um,
0: stabs it and just runs down the field.
1: Yeah, I mean, they might have to bring a few extra ones to this game specifically. Maybe a few get popped uh, <laughs> for some strange reason. But I, I think if he turns around uh, on a route sees the ball coming his way, yeah, he'd be able to just close down on that thing. And in some leagues, you get a point, one point every time uh, the wide receiver just catches the ball. They don't even have to get that many yards mm-hmm. or a touchdown. So if the, he gets the ball five, seven, nine times a game, I mean, we're almost with, with the yards. We're talking about almost ten points. That's pretty solid for fantasy football. Right, that I'll is take pretty it.
0: pretty good. He'd probably be <laughs> able to catch it and
1: have a good grip on it. So I agree. I agree there. Okay. And now I'm going with my guy on the outside, taller guy, skinnier, but. That might help him with speed. I would say, I'm uh, going with Jack Skellington from the Nightmare Before Christmas, and then Freddy Krueger from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. If I didn't say that, both but. from nightmares. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, nightmare team. Yeah, the nightmare wide receiver rule. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, taller guy. Um, I just think so. you would be able to catch it if it's higher up. I think it would create some mismatches. Yeah, let's say the cornerback is maybe six feet tall, pretty tall. I don't know. What do you? What, how tall would you say Jack Skellington is? I don't know. Maybe like seven. Yeah. Maybe cool. even eight. Yeah, seven or eight feet tall. That yeah. creates quite the mismatch, being one to two feet taller right. than your opponent. <laughs> be... The quarterback, as long as he lobs it upward, Jack should just be able to go and go and just catch it over the defender's it. head. And he's yeah. got a
0: little bit more of that agility too. Like he can bend in ways that um, normally wouldn't be <laughs> attainable by <laughs> a human.
1: Yeah, so, wide receivers have to make some acrobatic-like catches close to the sidelines and, again, over defenders. So yeah, he's pretty flexible. Him being long, too, longer arms and legs, I, I think he'd be able to make some crazy, insane, highlight reel catches.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, I could see that. While I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of that movie, I think that <laughs> I, I, I could see where he could fit onto that that role. Um, Okay, so it's my turn to continue on. Yes. Uh, My second wide receiver then is going to be Pennywise from It. Oh, yeah. So, Pennywise, again, another character just pops up here, pops Ah. up there. Like, you don't know where he's going to be
1: next. He's
0: very elusive, very creepy, brings, like, deep fear into the people around there. And he's got sweet dance moves. So you know if he takes that ball all the way
1: down to the end zone, <laughs> it's going to be entertaining for the audience. Yeah. It's going to be entertaining for everyone. So. <laughs> That's important. Right. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the celebration after a touchdown. His celebration
0: down. is going to be there for sure. So uh, Pennywise, again, also strong, also a bigger guy. Yeah. And he's he's also flexible. He can – I believe he can shapeshift in ways. Uh, so – that should bring him some sort of advantage as well on the field
1: yeah it would all depend on where it's being played but I'd say if there's any sewers nearby especially like close to the field <laughs> maybe with the watering system of how the players are receiving their water maybe there's some sort of drainage nearby uh, he can especially be sneaky in a situation like that um, like you' were saying not that it translates to points or anything but when people are watching games they want the People with the big personalities and yeah, the great the dance moves—they yeah. want them to score touchdowns. So they definitely have people in their corner, like yeah, Pennywise, get a touchdown, <laughs> even better than the gritty. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that and the Waddle, pop, very popular right now. But Pennywise would put his own spin on it. I think for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think fans would get all over that. Yeah, exactly.
0: So I think that that's why he's my strong choice there. Uh moving on to the tight end. Um so my tight end I'm gonna have to go with and this guy's strong. He's like he probably strikes the most fear in folks, especially around Christmas time. Uh so I'm gonna go with uh Krampus. Okay, yeah. I think so I've if heard you've a never bit heard about of this. Krampus or Krampus, however you decide to say it. Uh he's like in, in German lore He was who came if you were bad that year. Instead of Santa Claus, you got Krampus. And Mm -hmm. Krampus would come in and he would beat you with a stick and (laughs) shove you in a bag and take you to his lair or whatever. Um, There was a film (laughs) made recently called Krampus or Krampus. And it's about this like spoiled family. And they're just getting tormented by by Krampus because they're all being rude and selfish and all this. (laughs) And all these like demonic creatures pop up krampus takes a baby (laughs) they all end up getting captured by krampus in the end um so he's he's tough he's like part um i want to say part goat or something like he has like goat legs (laughs) i think um and then like the top half of his body is like a man so it's kind of like uh what is it a centaur is that that is that what is no a Centaur is like the horse one, whatever the other one is. Okay. Uh, where it's like part of you is is goats and the uh, top half is human. Okay. But uh, he's got a reversed. gross yeah. beard, creepy face, <laughs> and yeah, I, if he was on the tight end and you're like up against him, you're gonna want to run the other way. They're like, no matter who else is there, he's the one that you're afraid of, cause you know that that means bad stuff for you. Uh, that means you were bad all year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so they have to, tight ends have to not only run out for routes and try to catch the ball, but sometimes they'll be assigned to blocking as well, uh, which helps for the running game and kind of opens up the offense. But yeah, them having that extra responsibility on the line of scrimmage, it sounds like this guy is certainly blocking people from having a good Christmas. Oh, he's going <laughs> to block
0: people the entire game.
1: Yeah, so it's similar to the Grinch, except a lot more scary. Oh, much scarier. Yeah. Much scarier. I've heard a little bit about it for the first time this year, coincidentally. And yeah, it's like the Grinch on steroids, except not steroids because they can't Yeah, he wouldn't be allowed to play. Yeah, no (laughs) performance-enhancing drugs for this sport. He doesn't (laughs) need performance-enhancing drugs. He's
0: just that scary.
1: Yeah, from... Depictions that I've seen and things that I've heard, absolutely. Yeah, I would be intimidated, for sure. Whether I don't know if I'm going to be getting blocked or have to uh, defend uh, him on a route, but yeah, scary, scary, gritty person. (laughs) So now for me having a tight end, I'm thinking kind of the same thing. I mean, person is scary. They're all scary to a certain extent. And then I also went with a bigger more physical presence so this person's in a couple different movies but i'm going with frankenstein so okay either young frankenstein or the monsters well but young we all
0: frankenstein ha- isn't about young frankenstein it's about the ancestor of dr frankenstein oh you know what i'm saying because like frankenstein is frankenstein's monster like the are you thinking frankenstein's monster or are you thinking dr frankenstein
1: the, just to clarify the green guy <laughs> okay so frankenstein's monster frankenstein's, frankenstein's monster, the
0: yeah. scientist that created oh. the monster so frankenstein while everyone thinks of him as frankenstein he's actually frankenstein's monster
1: okay so I'm that's a fun I'm, fact for you at home <laughs> absolutely that's okay thank you for giving me redemption to yeah i'm not choosing some doctor i'm choosing some creature, I'm yeah. some monster, yeah. No, Doc, we don't want nerds no, on my yeah. team. You think I want to pick some nerd? <laughs> no, I want to pick the thing that the nerd created. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the green guy. Yeah. Or if it's a black and white movie, this has been a story for so long. The gray guy. The gray guy, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the the bigger guy, taller, scarier, kind of longer arms you kind of see them extending outwards right i see them extending outwards to block you and i see them extending outwards if he's trying to catch a pass
0: right i guess the only downside i'd say to that guy is um the monster is pretty slow like moving and thinking and everything so like i don't know that he'd have the the quick response that you might need from a tight end at sometimes
1: yeah so what i'm hoping for Tight ends are tricky. Again, wide receivers are getting the ball a lot more than tight ends. They just have separate responsibilities. They also have separate builds. But when they get into the red zone, so within 20 yards of the end zone, uh, that's kind of when you see tight ends being utilized more and because it can create some mismatches. So having only 20 yards to go, maybe they could be as close as two yards within the end zone. So all he has to do is take two steps, turn around look for the ball and then if he's (laughs) taller and has longer arms again i think he creates some mismatches as long as he gets a touchdown for me if it's ppr (laughs) we're probably looking at 7.2 points i'm not going to argue with that
0: yeah okay (laughs) all right all right i'll take that reasoning (laughs) and then uh, i guess it's your
1: kicker now huh yeah so we could run it back Technically, we could get Charlie Brown again. <laughs> <laughs> you could get uh, Charlie Brown again. That's that true. Well, I believe was the I mean, they especially have a Halloween movie. I don't know if that's exactly when he was kicking the football. I might have been, but you and I talked about that the fact that kickers have mental hurdles along with physical hurdles. So the game could come down to them. They could be down by one point, two po however many if they're kicking a, a field goal or even to tie, it, they could be down by three. field goals worth three points the game's on the line there's one second left they can snap the ball and kick it right It's a lot of pressure on one player. The other players have been playing all game but now it comes down to literally you I mean there's the snapper and the holder, but what you do could dictate the game yeah. so you have to be mentally tough, and this person I think is. Probably one of the most mentally tough characters we've seen in some movies. Manipulates people, amongst other things. I'm going with Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Yeah. So All right. They try to dive into his mind to try to, in the movie Silence of the Lamb, try to capture... What is it? Buffalo Bill or something? They're trying to find somebody that's kidnapping people and potentially murdering people. So they're trying to solve a mystery and they... A, um, ask somebody that's locked up uh, in prison for life, essentially, to try to get in the mind of a, a killer. He's a cannibal, but um, he kind of messes with detectives, messes with police, right? And, he gets in their heads. <clears throat> yeah, he's kind of a mastermind in that way. C- a crinimal. a crinimal. criminal, 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 <laughs> criminal. I'm gonna add to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a criminal mastermind. So I think that he definitely has the mental fortitude to not let any of the defenders other team or even his own team get in his head or get in his way he's going to focus on what it is he wants to do and is going to do and he's going to kick that field goal. I think he's going to make it
0: okay all right I, I again that's one of the ones that I haven't seen or really even heard much of so I've heard Hannibal Lecter before but I don't really understand the 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 movie like i've never really heard much about it so i i think it sounds like he's got the the mental strength so and that's that's one of the biggest things when it comes to kickers is just being able to focus and have that strength to be able to and confidence to be able to uh kick it um
1: yeah, yeah it's important
0: yeah that's good okay all right well my kicker that's my last choice here mm-hmm. i'm going with uh, a little more light-hearted um he's he's strong he's confident And he's consistent, he gets the job done, he's good at focusing, good at what he does. I'm going with Sully from Monsters, Inc. Nice. Uh, So, Sully, you know, big guy, he's he's got some uh, physical ability. Uh, I feel like he could kick it pretty far. Yeah. And he's always consistent Mm -hmm. with his quality of work. Like, he's really good at what he does, he's really proud of that. Um, And that pride doesn't go to a negative place. It stays in like a... It doesn't create an ego. It's just that he's, he's good at what he does, and he's proud of that. He's, he's happy that he can be good at what he does. And then even in the end, when his role has to switch, he still becomes a good leader in yes. the end. He's still able to stay a good leader and uh, run a whole company. Yeah. Uh, so he, I feel, would be able to transfer all his skills and knowledge to be able to kick that ball get the field goal every single time, get that extra point to, to bring
1: the team forward. Yeah. I mean, you're already in the right because you didn't choose, what's his name, Mike? What? The, oh, the my. Little, <laughs> little, little green guy. Yeah, we wouldn't pick Mike because uh, <laughs>
0: they'd probably cut to commercial as soon as he goes to kick the ball.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then who knows what happens, so you probably right. won't get your points. But, yeah, Sully, the uh, people you could pick from that movie, uh good physical build for it and like you said uh built mentally as well uh has to overcome some adversity but i think that helps you all in all with right your game script yeah while
0: he has like that little bit of soft heart i think his heart's still in the right place which is the important part
1: i think that helps just as a teammate again it could all come down to you you realize that your teammates have been working hard all game so you don't want to let them down yeah
0: so there we go. Those are our teams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after listening to our reasoning about each of our choices, taking a look at that uh, post that we make on Facebook and Twitter, go ahead and leave your vote for which team you feel would be the strongest. Which one do you think would win uh, in a fantasy uh, game, in a fantasy draft? Yeah. So, um, Leave that vote in the poll on Twitter or in the reaction on Facebook, and then we'll tally them up and get you the answer on who wins for next week's episode. So get those votes in by Sunday.
1: Yeah, folks, we really appreciate it. We could really use your help. I think this draft was awesome. It could go, (laughs) in my opinion, either way. It's just, it's out there, but we were also able to hone it in and explain everything as to why. So, again... Listen up, look at the visual, and see which is best. Because at the moment, I, I have no idea. I think they're both great. And it's they're a close each match. Their, yeah, it's for sure a close match. Each, each their own way. Definitely. So another segment coming right up to you is Two Truths and a Lie. Two Truths and a Lie. Might be scary how yeah, we try to spooky. fool each other <laughs> with these. Um, Do you want to go first for that? Yeah, sure. Let yeah. me get this pulled up. So last week we were talking about NHL, it being the preseason, and we were just saying that that regular season's coming up. So just a little bit behind it is the NBA. So the NBA preseason has started. Okay. And my news next week will have an announcement of exactly when the regular season is starting, but we were discussing last week the AHL affiliates to NHL teams Graham. and the NBA has something similar. So does baseball, but they have the G League. So oh, gosh. <laughs> teams have a G League affiliate and they have players on that team that could then get pulled up to the NBA in case there's injuries or any other circumstances. Graham. So they have young up and coming talent. On their G League teams, so same thing as last week. Keep it similar style to not stump you too much. I'm not gonna throw too many curveballs <laughs> at you. Only, only one thing is different. So it is gonna be the G League team. This is not actually the G League team for this NBA team. So nothing like. But these are all NBA teams. You just need to figure out. Oh, you're just
0: giving me three teams, and you're saying like, oh. I'll say what they're affiliated with too. Okay.
1: But the NBA teams, those are all legit. Nothing that like, there's no two for one, or that's like that's not a G League team or an NBA team. (laughs) Um, So NBA teams all legit. You just need to figure out which G League team is not really a G League team, and then they're not affiliated with this NBA team. Alrighty, all right. So the Motor City Crews are the G League affiliate to the Detroit Pistons. The Oklahoma City Blue Coats are the G League affiliate to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the Fort Wayne Mad Ants are the G League affiliate to the Indiana Pacers. Which of these is not really? This is a good one. Cool,
0: good. Cool. I and I feel like all those uh, G League potential G League names are all pretty accurate. There's a Fort Wayne, Indiana, Motor mm-hmm. City makes sense with Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue Coats is a little weird. I'll say that. I don't know okay. what, like a horse. Oh, blue coat. I don't really know that Oklahoma is like a horse state. I guess there were like. I mean when you think of the musical Oklahoma, there were cowboys and ranchers and stuff. Um <laughs> hmm.
1: That's just like a, a team color is uh, well it's like a lighter blue, but for right uh the Oklahoma City Thunder. For the Oklahoma City Thunder.
0: So the Oklahoma City Blue Coats and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yeah. And then Motor City and Fort Wade. I'm gonna mm, I'm, I'm hung up on that Oklahoma one. I'm going to say Oklahoma really? is
1: the, the lie. All right. So you are correct. Yes. So they are very close. So it's the Oklahoma City blue. They're just the blue. blue. <laughs> um, Delaware actually has the Blue Coats. And then the Delaware Blue Coats would be the team affiliated with the Philadelphia 76ers. See, that's
0: that's what I thought. When I heard Blue Coats, I thought more East Coast. For some reason, I don't know why it popped. up. I don't know if it's because of like uh, the uh, revolutionary war times how they they dressed and stuff. But that that was just what popped in my head. So I was like, I just do not think that that makes sense for Oklahoma. So, all right, yes, cool. first one of the month, you one and 0. one and zero. Congratulations! So I'm starting off strong. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and now it's my turn. Yes. Uh, and this one this one's kind of rough. So a lot of, not a lot, but a good amount of actors, you'd be surprised, actually got their start from acting in horror movies. Mm. So like these, and they could be like B-list movies, they could be like movies you've never heard of, but quite a few actors actually, that was like one of their first roles was in a horror movie before they became like a bigger named actor that we know today. So my two truths in a line uh, for this week is which actor of the following three did not get their start from acting in horror movies? Okay. So, you have George Clooney,
1: Tom Hanks, and Brad Pitt. Oh, geez. So, like, all of the most popular actors <laughs> there are. I was thinking, because we were watching a movie, my girlfriend and I, it was the original Scream movie. Yeah. And I don't know which came out in which order, but Shaggy from Scooby Doo was in the movie. <laughs> Obviously that's not his yeah, from name. the live action one. But we're like, look, there Baby he is. Shaggy. <laughs> uh-huh. And then um he's been in some like an, another TV show um and some other movies and stuff. But I, if that came out first, that was probably his first big break in, but wow. Um it's 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 weird to picture george clooney in a scary movie but at the same time not um it might be even more weird to envision tom hanks in one brad pitt has done he's kind of done a lot of different things thrillers and other i guess you're on the edge of your seat type stuff so i mean i could be wrong here but i'm gonna go with tom hanks tom hanks yeah nope Sorry, Tom Hanks
0: actually got his start in a horror movie. Like his first role was a horror movie, Um, and I can tell you right now what it is from the source that I pulled the information from. Uh, It's called his first. His first film was called "He Knows You're Alone," Hmm. which is like a a horror movie. I've never seen that one, but it sounds like one. Yeah, it was a slasher, and he actually was the slasher. Really, (laughs) he was the killer.
1: Now, was he masked or? wearing some sort of disguise i have no idea i've never seen or heard of the movie (laughs) because if he was i guess that makes a little bit i shouldn't say a little bit more sense but you could you could see it a little more because they're not really portraying themselves i mean again you can take your career so many different which ways but which one wasn't uh which one did not start in brad pitt Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt really. got his start hmm. in more
0: like light-hearted movies and some more like dramas, oh. uh, indie films and stuff. Okay, um, George Clooney got his start in um, horror movies. He he's his first two movies were horror sequels: uh, "Return to Horror High" and "Return of the Killer Tomatoes." <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But you'd be surprised of the the actors who actually got their start. You've got like um, Kevin Bacon, okay, Johnny Depp, uh, Jennifer Aniston, Elizabeth Olsen, Matthew McConaughey, Paul really? Rudd, which Angela one? Bassett. Like they they've gotten starts in in like small horror movies before they really their career really started to take off. Now I'm not saying the horror movie is what made their career
1: take off. Yeah, it's just where they really started acting. Just something to get experience on a set get experience with a script get experience just all that kind of experience you kind of take anything that comes your way any sort of break again your career can go so many different which ways afterwards yeah and then i think we realized doing the draft and now discussing this we'll discuss it more throughout this month but there's just so many movies that i've never even heard of or seen within this genre (laughs) i mean some people love it and they've have memorabilia and they've watched so many movies that are it's it's definitely one of those
0: like this or the other you're either super into it or you're just like eh you know um i i personally have not seen a lot of horror movies i don't really like horror movie genres so um picking the theme was is a little difficult in that regard but i still think that there's there's a lot to be respected that comes out of the genre i do like some thriller movies that come out they're really good or some mystery ones i'm just not into like the the gory slasher films that's just Uh never been my interest but i mean it's the same thing with christmas movies or holiday movies you have people who are super into it and people are just like "eh."
1: absolutely yeah it's i wouldn't say it's gaining popularity but now that tv shows can show more if they go straight to netflix or other streaming services now you can see tv shows have those elements in there so there's even more room for those right. to grow just
0: about every tv series has a halloween special so uh-huh you have
1: that as well yep absolutely well that's it for today folks next week we will be back at it with our segments as always we will be doing a skim through, yeah. A skim
0: yep. through. We're gonna. I'm gonna find a movie that fits with the theme, uh, that doesn't make me have to watch a, a super scary movie. And we'll <laughs> run through the plots, and I I think this one's gonna be a little harder for you, Devin. I, I don't know if you can find a, a sports player that will fit with a uh, Halloween sort of theme, but uh, we'll do our best.
1: Yeah, we will. At two for two so far, but yeah. Um, I mean, I want to make it, you know, bat for a thousand. I want to be a hundred percent, you know, field goal completion. I want to always knock it out of the park for you folks. So even if it's a stretch, hopefully that just makes it fun to listen to and fun to kind of wrap your head around and see where we're coming from.
0: Right. All right. And we'll see you next time. As always, uh, you can find me on Twitter at wskimmilk, or you can go to my website, wskimmilk.com. To listen to this podcast um,
1: and my other podcasts, Devin. You can find me on Twitter as well, DevinLang32, for NFL and fantasy football content.
0: And then be sure to check out Shoot Your Shots Sports, which is our network that we are now involved with. You can find this podcast on there as well, as well as other sports and pop culture type podcasts blog posts and all that so uh definitely be sure to check out
1: yep check out them and stay posted for our content as well on social media all
0: right see you next time if it has a score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers apple podcasts google podcasts spotify shoot your shot sports and more thank you again for tuning in we will see you next week